back. Welcome back. Whoop, whoop. How's everybody doing? Welcome back to the podcast. Yes, yes, yes. It is your favorite four aunties. I'm Miss B. And I am Tud. Thanks for joining us for this next episode. I think we got a good one for y'all today. Yes. And if this is your first time listening to us, this is the Don't Go In There Girl podcast hosted by Miss B and Tut, your favorite horror aunties. Uh, we talk about some of the latest horror movies, some of the classics, and we do it in such a real comedic way, a real keep it real way. Um, just to, you know, this is for the horror movie lovers. And if you are someone who's listened to us before and you're back visiting, welcome back. We appreciate your support and listenership. And as Tut mentioned, we do have a good one. We have one that just came out. And tonight mm. we are going to discuss one of the newest films that has been discussed in the horror sphere. Today we're going to talk about Malignant. Yes. Girl. Yes, yes, yes. Girl, you know, when I, I remember, I remember when I was in the theater, I want to say when I seen I seen Candyman. I feel like I saw the preview to Malignant before I seen Candyman. But that's when I really remember it. And I was just like, this looks interesting. And I was like, oh, a James Wan film. Okay. You know, because James Wan has done things. Mm -hmm. I think I saw maybe like a short trailer. Like, I didn't get that much introduction to Malignant. And I know I didn't watch like a crazy amount of trailers or of scenes. But I think the trailer that I did watch, it was from like an aerial view. And you can like see somebody running through the house. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know what it was. It must have been like the, the music of it and that like scene or whatever. And I was like, okay, and it's directed by James Wan. I'm I'm all for it. Like, I, I don't want to know anything else going into this film. I'm just excited that it's him directing the film that's coming out. And I yeah. was not disappointed at all. Yeah, and that's not you we're talking about because I, I did see the trailer in the movie theater. And what I did like about this trailer that, <laughs> it's some, like it's some creepy ass old building that was built in like the 1700s and it's still got like 8,000 floors yes and it's always some lightning hitting some kind of structure on the building uh, and you know the type of place where they was doing lobotomies and all kind of shit it looked like one of them so, so that is the setting and then we see a video recording and in the video recording, it's it's a doctor. Her name is Dr. Weaver. And it looks like she's just kind of recanting accounts of um, one of her patients. And in the video, she says something like, Gabriel's getting stronger. Um, he's showing more signs of aggression. He's having more malicious content. We can't, um, we can't contain him. So as she's doing the recording, it looks like there starts to be um, electric... Um, activity that starts to what do you call it like just flickers and it interrupts her recording so she goes out and she's like what's going on and it tends it looks like it's some type of disruption going on in the hospital in the hallway so it looks like she knows what room to go to and like some of the hospital staff they're out there so we have to assume this is the gabriel patient she's talking about mm -hmm. and uh it's a lot of shit going on in his uh it, I mean, we want to say room, but it almost looks like a cell because that's what these hospitals look like. Yeah, um, it does. Yeah, it, it looks yeah. really weird, too. Like, they definitely have him, like, in one of those kind of solitary confinement type of looking places. Yeah, yeah. And so somebody um, brings out this big, badass tranquilizer gun. It's like, it's big as shit. So you're like, we don't know what this Gabriel person is, but, you know, they had to bring some real tools to put this motherfucker down. Right. And so they have the one guy, you know, he opens the thing and this shit looks like a gun. He go in there, opens the door and whoever is in the room shuts the guy's hand against the door and we see bones pop out. And I'm like, damn, we, we just like two and a half minutes in this movie and we already got violence. I like that. Right. Um, <laughs> Gabriel, like I'm fucking everything up, up in here. Everything. Right. And so, when the guy is indisposed and we see somebody get thrown in the hallway, 
Dr. Weaver, she picks up the gun and she's going to go in there. And I guess she's just like, you know, I'm going to go in here and do the job. And so while she's in there, we see, I guess, staff that was in the room because we don't know what all the staff was doing in this room. Mm -hmm. But they're all dead. I want to say I seen at least four, five bodies on the floor. Yeah. He, they're bloody. They yeah. dead or they knocked out while she's there. It looks like we see we see some feet and some socks put to a strap. So someone has strapped this person down. Again, we're assuming this person named Gabriel. And then we start to hear electric uh, activity mm -hmm. and interruptions. And then there's a radio while the uh, doctor's in there and you hear this voice communicating through the radio. Mm -hmm. And I forget exactly what they say, but- Oh, he thinking, said, I will kill you all. Well. <laughs> yeah. He, I love it. He was straight to the point. I'm going to kill all you bitches. Yes. And it's a very, his voice just sounds just demonic and just, you know, like somebody who's going to kill everybody. <laughs> and at that time, uh, the doctor says something very interesting. And she it, it pans to her looking at the audience. And it's like, time to cut the cancer out. So it, and, and then it's like, while she's saying that, looking at us, we realize she's looking at Gabriel and it's this, uh, it's this sheet. It's like translucent, but frosted. So you can't really see clearly through it, but you see the figure of the person that's supposed to be Gabriel kind of oh, yeah. tracked down and like moving and struggling to get out of uh, what he's uh, kind of tied down to. So then it pans to present day. Mm -hmm. So present day, uh, we see the character and later on she is realized to be the lead character her name is madison mm -hmm. she comes mm -hmm. home pulls up to the house in the driveway enters her home clearly you can see that madison is pregnant she's dressed in something like scrubs so it looks like she's coming home from work we don't know exactly what she does but she maybe works in some type of hospital clinic setting uh so she goes upstairs to the room she sees her husband her husband's laying in bed watching something She's pretty much like, you know, I'm tired. I need to lay down. She cuts off the TV. That pisses him off. Uh, we don't know why he ain't at work. Maybe he don't work. Maybe it's a day off. I don't know. And so uh, why she wants to lay down, he's, he then starts giving her a hard time. You know, mm -hmm. uh, the husband tells her, like, um, you know, maybe you should just stop working so much. And, you know, she's pretty much like, I have to work. And or you're so tired and, or maybe, and then he says something crazy, like maybe you should just stop getting pregnant. And, right. and then he looks at, she looks at him like, what the fuck it takes too? Like I ain't do this shit by myself. Girl. <laughs> and, um, and he, he, he pretty much says something like it always happens. And like, we, you know, it never happens. So he's alluding to the fact that she's been pregnant before and she's lost babies. Like, mm -hmm. you know, the verbiage he used. Um, so something happens, I guess when he says that, um, uh, he tries to touch the, the stomach of the baby and because of what she's, because he's being like aggressive and he she's ain't not like, he's a yeah. shit ass dude acting like yeah. he ain't shit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And so she then pushes him away. He's like, don't touch. She's like, don't touch my baby. And then like the shit goes from zero to a hundred real quick. He grabs her by her fucking head and slams it against the wall. Yes. So hard that it busts the imprint in the wall and she like just falls to the ground. Yeah. Like she's pregnant. Like he threw her like she wasn't shit. Like yeah. she was a big ass dude. And then he immediately like realized like, what he's done. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. And blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you are a fucking classic abuser. Right. And this is crazy. Like, I think he even told her some craziness before her, before he slammed her in the wall. Like, you know, like I, my kids keep dying inside of you, or you know, yeah, you think exactly I'm gonna stand by and keep watching my kids die inside of you. <laughs> and I was like, Why are you with this fucking asshole? You know, like oh, why you keep getting her pregnant and she keeps <laughs> killing your kids, dumbass? Like split apart. Y'all are terrible. Just ridiculous. Anyway. Yeah, so he goes downstairs. I guess he thinks he's going to give her an Advil or something. And she locks the door on his ass. And, you know, he tried to come back, knock on the door. And, um, you know, she's leaning against the door. And then when she gets up, you realize how badly he knocked her shit into that wall. Because 
when she gets up against the door, there's a big blood stain uh, on the door. So when he knocked her in the wall, he cracked her shit open. He really did. Like I, I, I just watched that part and I was like, I, I don't know how people do it. Like clearly stay in that type of abuse. Like he ain't just fucking you up. He's potentially fucking your child up too. You know, yeah, like, and, like and, if, if you're not gonna do it for you, like get the fuck out there for your child. Like this dude is endangering your child's life. Yes, and then I, I was just thinking, like, do you know how crazy someone has to push you against the wall for your head to bleed, like the way her head was right, bleeding? right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the next thing we see her in bed. So she's in bed. I guess she's going to sleep. You know, she locked that nigga out. He's not coming back in. And then we see him sleep on the couch. And so while he's on the couch, um, he hears some noises. It sounds like a blender. So he goes in, and then the house is very dark. Like they ain't got no fucking glade plug-ins with the lights and nothing. It's just dark as shit. Like you know, Goodbye, you, might, you know, sometimes <laughs> they you ain't might got keep, no night lights in that bitch. Ain't nobody right, got a know, lamp on. You might keep one little light, like something. You know, black people, we always gonna keep that one light above the stove. Yes. Um, um, just a little piece of light. Just <laughs> my my mine blew out. That's why I don't have one, which reminds oh, damn, me damn. I need to send that email to my maintenance people. But <laughs> that's the light that I would have on in my house oh, because yeah. I didn't want to come back in to a dark apartment. <laughs> that house that they were in, they got like two, three, eight floors, stories. And it's all dark. Like, how you going to see your way in this house? Why is it so exactly. dark? Exactly. Exactly. shit. It was scary as hell. So he hears this noise. And, and he knows it's just him and Madison in the house. So it's just like, maybe he thinks it's Madison. Goes in the kitchen. It ain't her. It's just some blender that's just on. He does what crazy people do. Going there to turn it off. And it's like, it's just you motherfuckers in here. And she ain't here. What the fuck? Then he turn around. The refrigerator opens. We don't see nobody opening. Mo bullshit. So refrigerator opens and then um, it pans back upstairs. We see Madison in the bed and then she gets up and then she hears, um, I guess she hears something. So when she raises up, we then further, it's further reinforced how much Madison's head is fucked up right now because there's blood all on the pillow. Yes, okay. I did peep that. And I was like, why the fuck she ain't go to the hospital yet? Like you are literally, you and you have been bleeding for hours from your head. Yes. So I guess she gets up and um, she goes down there. And so like he uh, closes the, so it pans back down. He closes the refrigerator and then he hears more noise. It's the fucking TV. The TV turns on. So he goes in, in the living room in this dark ass house with the TV. So like you just got all these weird occurrences, but you're just following where these strange anom anomalies are happening. TV's on, and then he sees that the channels are flipping. He's not flipping the channels. <laughs> and then he sees this ominous figure on his... He looks away, and then he turns back, and he sees this ominous figure on his couch. I don't know what he think it is, but he's kind of shook. And then when he turns, he just notices it's not there no more. So then I guess he's kind of next to, like, the hallway, like, near a wall. And then... We see this black kind of cloudy figure looks almost like um, like the grudge. <laughs> remember when the lady on the grudge or maybe the Mar from the ring? <laughs> like, like figures like that. And then it takes his, his hand and just mushes his head against the wall. And that shakes up whatchamacallit even more, uh, Madison. She's kind of, for some reason, when this happens to uh, her husband, whose name is Derek, it shakes her. So she's having some kind of visceral response to him getting accosted by this figure. Um, does she go downstairs and see this? Yeah, she, yeah, she wakes up. She, she wakes up and she sees that there's fresh blood on her pillow and on the back of her head. She goes downstairs, and then mm -hmm. when she goes downstairs to investigate, because she got that feeling, she freaks out because she sees her husband on the ground, contorted, and his neck is pretty much tore off. It's hanging on by a little piece of skin, <laughs> you know. Um, I don't know if y'all know or y'all remember what was the, you know what, I'm not going to say that because that's insensitive. 
I was gonna talk about when they said the way they found Nicole Brown Simpson. Oh said, wow! Yeah, like her hair yeah, was they, damn near cut off. Yeah, it, it, and I know, girl, we might have to cut that out. I'll just see. Girl, his his there. shit looked twisted though. Like I'm looking yeah. at it right now, it looked twisted backwards. Yeah, it was like contorted and stuck. Like and and then his, it looked like his limbs were turned back. It was all kind of fucked up. And um, I think later on we get to the end of the movie, the way he's contorted, like how his hands and everything are contorted kind of backwards, it's, it, it kind of ties into some other things in the movie. So, so boom, that happens. And next thing, police is on the scene because <laughs> some bullshit's happening. And, uh, well, you know. well, no, no. She So we, she comes downstairs and she sees his body and his face and stuff is all contorted and you can see his neck is clearly turned around. And that's when creepy ass Gabriel like crawls over Derek's body, all like creepy, like like the grudge and shit, and chases her. Like he starts to chase her in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like they go up the stairs, and I think he like he busts in the bedroom door or something. Like some kind mm-hmm. of way, it looked like he like really intentionally tried to hurt her. And, mm-hmm. and a baby. And I think after that, like after he knocks her down, he knocks her down and then the police are at her house. Yeah, they come at the scene just trying to investigate or whatever and, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're just like, oh, there's some crazy shit going on in here. And then I guess the next big scene is Madison wakes up in the hospital. So she has someone next to her and then we discover that this person is her sister named Sydney. Madison comes to her and she's like, where the hell am I? Where am I? And She's, you know, and then Sydney in so many words, it's like, you know, some shit happened. You you got attacked, you and Derek. And then, you know, without having to say too much, she Sydney tells um, Madison, Derek didn't make it. Like, you know, you got attacked and he got fucked up. He dead, girl. And um, so she then, Madison then goes to her stomach, like, what about the baby? And then she notices the baby is not really there, which is kind of crazy because you know when women give, even when women give birth, they still kind of had that push there. So now her stomach yeah. is flat. That was kind of crazy, but whatever. And so she's just like noticing that the baby is gone, and you know Sydney's pretty much like they couldn't save the baby, and now Madison is fucked up because it's like oh god, another miscarriage. So we then have Detective Kakoa Shaw, who's cute. That was like Kakoa. <laughs> I was like, Kakoa Shaw, is he like supposed to be Native American? I'm like, okay, come on with the diversity. Come yeah, on. I was like, Kakoa, what in the hell? But I was okay. Like, okay, okay, I like that. I could be, you know, I could be incorrect, but I think he's supposed to be Native American. So I was like, okay, representation matters. Uh, he shows up and he asks Sydney some questions, and she's pretty much like, you know, this is my sister, like, haven't seen her in a while because Derek kept us separated. I think the Shaw, he pretty much tells her, like, you know, she's been here before because um, she's had miscarriages before. This is her third one in two years. I guess he yeah. talked to somebody in the hospital. And Sydney was just like, shit, I never knew that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I think he then mentions, like, you know, the neighbors have said, like, it's been reports that he pretty much knocked over her head. So he, she then knows, like, her sister's been an abusive relationship so Mm -hmm. this could be attributing to her previous miscarriages she's feeling bad and she's trying to console her sister and old girl is in the bed just numb because she's just gone through another tragic event and detective shaw gives her the car like you know pretty much call me or hit me up if any shit goes down so next thing we in the damn morgue downstairs and um derek is in there with his partner named regina regina moss Mm -hmm. yes and she says something really, really interesting. She was like, so there were no fingerprints because they're they're around the body. So you can tell he's already gone through. Um, what do you call that? Is it rigor mortis? No, 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 no. When the uh, mortician does, what do you the call it? autopsy? That? Yes. Because he's already sewn up and everything. Mm-hmm. So she was like, so there were no fingerprints on the body. But get this. There were handprints on his body but they were upside down like somebody was hanging from the ceiling. Right. <laughs> touching them. But there was, so you, all the prints on him were upside down, but there's no fingerprints. 
And they was like, you know, the forensics did something, but there was no prints on the thing upside down. So this is fucking weird. Yeah. No, no. It was actually in this scene uh, where Regina had mentioned to Dr. Shaw. So I, I misspoke earlier that uh, the neighbors or there have been records that Derek was beating her ass. Mm-hmm. And so she was just like, so we go in this house. It's no forced entry. You know, you got dead husband. Wife is still alive. He's been whooping her ass. There's no sign of break in. Uh, we possibly, old girl got a motive to, you know, knock the block off. Right. Yeah. So next. So after that, um, after the autopsy scene, um, the, the sisters, yeah, the sisters drive home um, and Sydney tries to go stay with um Madison but Madison is like nope I'm not gonna let whatever is going on scare me out of my house so I'm gonna go in here and you know do me and try to get my life and shit um back together um and then after that um uh I think later on that evening um Sydney starts to like hear noises and stuff while she's in the house um, and she starts to, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, Madison. Um, she like sees stuff outside. So like when she comes out the shower, um, she sees a light pole that's outside starting to flicker and do all kind of crazy things. And then she sees a person like standing outside in all black. She can't really see who it is. Um, and then after that, she gets so spooked that um she goes downstairs she checks her doors one of her doors keeps opening but after that I guess she spooks so much that in the next scene her sister comes to visit her but her sister can't get into the house um and so oh but but before her sister gets in that scene that we were talking about as far as in the uh, trailer that's where we see that beautiful scene after she gets freaked out she closes the door that aerial shot where you're yes. seeing her run uh, back upstairs through mm-hmm. the hallways and whatever, so it's like a like you're it's like the viewers we're looking at it like if there was no roof and we're looking at the whole model of the house and her running and it's just mm-hmm. very ominous and weird. So I just I thought that shot was pretty dope. But go ahead, I did her. too. I did yeah. too. Um, so really like good. I said, Sydney Sydney comes to the house. She can't get in with her key. Um, and then we see. Um, Madison staring at the wall where Derek bust her damn head in and she's just standing there she's staring and then it looks like she comes out of a trance and then she looks over to her right and she sees Sydney at the window and Sydney's like you gonna let me in like I've been trying to get in the door and you know I can't get in and then she lets Sydney's in and then she tells Sydney that uh, Derek did that to her oh, yeah, and pushed her head <laughs> And the reason Sydney could not get in, Sydney had to go up through a window because after that shit had happened, Madison got spooked and pretty much dead bolted and boarded her house up. Mm-hmm. I guess she changed the locks too, so nobody could get in that motherfucker. So yeah, so so she tells her, you know, she dead bolted the house and everything. Um, and then uh, she said she wanted to have. She sits down with Sydney and she's like, she wanted to have this baby. She wanted to have any baby just to have a blood connection with someone. Um, and Sydney's like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, Sydney's like, we're sisters. What the hell are you talking about? Um, and so you know, Madison is like. You know, I really wanted to have this connection with somebody. And then she was like, shit. And so she was like, she didn't tell Sydney that mom and dad took her in when she was eight and that she's adopted. So her and Sydney aren't blood sisters. She was adopted uh, by Sydney's parents when she was eight and before Sydney was born. Yeah, and Sydney shook. Because, like, Sydney is just like, Sydney, she's discovering all kind of shit. Like, damn, I ain't right? know this man was beating her ass. Damn, she been pregnant. I ain't know. Damn, she ain't my biological sister. This is crazy. I know, like, and, and you know, the Sydney is like Madison is supposed to be all like, you know, I want my, like this my sister, and it's all like, and I'm like, you ain't telling your sister shit, like. <laughs> <laughs> like damn like you love your sister so much but you ain't telling your sister a goddamn thing like this is this is absolutely crazy but you know some some people they have their relationship issues and, and they don't like to you know let people in so I mean I get it but I'm just like I'm Sydney I'm like god damn what the fuck else y'all hiding from me exactly. do, do, do I have two more siblings that's hidden in a wall some goddamn well 
like do do what do somebody have a nut allergy like what what kind of shit y'all still hiding from me like why y'all can't tell me stuff i don't yeah. know so the next scene, we kind of pan to like a city skyline. And then if you are familiar with uh, skylines, um, I don't know the name of that exact building right offhand, but I can tell they're in Seattle. Yes. And then we pan to this scene where it's kind of like an underground situation and there's a woman and it looks like a bunch of people are around her. So you can tell she's doing some kind of underground tour. So it's an underground tour of Seattle, mm -hmm. what it was in the past. And she's kind of just talking about historical accounts. And the tour ends, uh, people leave, and then you can tell she's kind of wrapping things up, gathering her things, shutting down the place. Um, while she's in there, electric flickering starts going on, just some weird shit. So right now, we don't know who this woman is. We just know mm -hmm. she is kind of leading. She's the person that leads the tours. And um, the ominous figure that we see uh, that murks Derek, it snatches her up and it kidnaps her. And then later on, we girl, see wait, 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 wait. Before we get to the next scene, I just want to say this is how people get snatched up. Because in that scene, she was getting ready to leave. And it was all dark down this hallway that she was looking in. And you know how, like, when, when, when one noise is made in a house, you know, us, us Black folks... We just gonna we just gonna stop what we doing and listen, man. Let me tell you something. You know, One time, to, I was to see, in the house if, to by see myself. if it's gonna happen again. You know, I was in the house by myself and I heard some shit that scared me, girl. I went to the kitchen and got a knife. I got mm -hmm. two knives, and I sat in the middle of my living room, and I was just like, it can only come from upstairs, that door, or the kitchen. But whatever, I got two knives. I'm ready. But you you probably you probably had lights on and all this oh, kind of stuff like too. Long. This lady walked down a dark hallway. First of all, the first noise, she paused and she was like, okay, I don't know what the hell that is. And then she starts to walk into the dark ass hallway, and then the noise stops starts again. And then she goes further into the dark hallway. And then she starts to come out of the dark way after she hears like a growl or whatever. And I was like, see, that's why you fucked up because mm -hmm. you hear the first noise and you kind of stop. You want to see if it's going to happen again, if it's going, you know, whatever. But when that second noise happened, it was time to leave. It was mm -hmm. time to go. You, you don't go investigate. And that be their problem. They like to investigate shit. They need to find out what it is. No, I'm off duty. I didn't cut everything off. It's time to go. And if I work in some dark ass place like that, we're gonna have to have a security guard like um, hey, Mr. Sir, um, you wait till I go and escort me to my car. Fuck right, that. right. And then so she she goes in the hallway, she hurries up and runs back out. And obviously she hears somebody after her. And what she do, she don't run out. She goes and tries to cut the lights back on by plugging them in. And I'm like, what the fuck is that going to do? If somebody behind you, all you're going to do is give them enough light to see what the hell they actually about to do to you. Like this, this is not safe, but yeah, eventually, you know, crazy ass Gabriel catch like captures her ass. And, and I'm just like, see, that's how you get captured. Cause you want to investigate shit. All you had to do was leave. You, you could have okay. just left. Well, now Ted has told you guys the figure's name is Gabriel. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. It's all good. It's all good. Um, so, yeah. So, she gets yoked up by this figure, which is now Gabriel, that we know is Gabriel. And then we see that this figure has taken her into some space that looks like an attic. Uh, he's put her on the platform against this wall. So, she's kind of like, and it, it's like a... The, the ceiling looks kind of chapel-like, so she's like at this crazy angle against the wall. He's got mm -hmm. an arm strapped against this uh, board and her, her her mouth gagged, and she's just pretty much fucked up, and she's his captive. Um, yeah, he, so, he, he putting on his Billy Badass trench coat outfit shit. Yeah, it's... And that attic is dirty as hell. Like, yes, and... The, yeah, and it's crazy. And then I think there was like a radio. Was there a radio playing? Yeah, that's how you communicate. Yeah, he talk. And, and he, he told her, like, yeah, he told her. He said, "I can't tell you how long I've waited for this, but not yet. First, we gonna call Doctor Weaver." 
And so mm-hmm. he calls Dr. Weaver uh, in front of her. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, we, uh, the audience, we still like, who the fuck is this woman you got? You know, <laughs> who is this? Who is she? You know, at he, first I got confused the first time I watched it. I thought he said Dr. Weaver. So I was like, this Dr. Weaver. But when I had to watch it again, I was just like, oh, this is just some chick. That's why I was like, call up. That's why yeah. I had to watch it again to figure things out. So next scene, uh, we see Maddie. She doing chores, right? No, no, wait, no. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I, I missed the scene because I before that scene, don't we see a scene with Doctor Weaver? Do we yes. see a scene with Doctor Weaver? Yeah. Okay. So he 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 picks up the phone and he tells the person, but first Doctor Weaver. And then the next thing we see is Dr. Weaver receiving a phone call. Um, and she's like, hello. And then, you know, Gabriel is like, it's time to cut out the cancer. And Dr. Weaver is like, hold up. Who the hell is this? What the, what the hell are you talking about? Um, and, and Dr. Gabriel, like, she was like, you know, I'm sorry, Dr. Weaver, she was like, um, who is this? And uh, Gabriel was like, you know, um, I don't think he said anything. I think he might have like hung up or something, or she hung up on him. Um, and then like she's, you know, wondering like who the hell could have called me. Yeah, she she you sat know? with that, and then she was just kind of thinking like, hold mm-hmm. on, this, this this is some creepy shit. And we can tell she's in her home office, and behind her is a bookcase. We see volumes that I'm sure it's like a bunch of her studies over the course of her mm-hmm. career. And then we, while we're looking at these volumes of books and records. We see um, this beautiful statue. Um, it looks like um, some kind of statue for surgeons. I forget exactly what it's, it's a called. Trophy. It's, it's a trophy. Yeah, it's a trophy. Yeah. I forget exactly that symbol is called, but it, it's something for surgeons. I had written, I wrote it down somewhere, but um, anyway, uh, it's a surgical um, symbol. It's gold, and it also it, it's it looks like it's got like some kind of almost sword looking. Yeah, and, and it's got a little snake it. going around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's um and it's it's gold. It's a beautiful statue. So we kind of see it um next to it. So that happens. Next and then she and then she pulls off one of those volumes that says um patient may. And then she starts to look through it, and then we get yeah. to the next scene back at Madison's house. Yeah, so Madison is um she's doing chores, look like she's doing laundry, she got her laundry bag. Or no basket, you know, just picking up shit. She's going to the, she's going to the laundry room and she opens the washer and she throws the shit in there. And when she gets back, she looks like where the door is open, the washer door and through it. Cause it's like a clear glass, like one of the circular ones. Mm-hmm. She sees a woman screaming yeah. and the woman screaming is Dr. Weaver. Like she is screaming. She's in distress. I forget exactly what she's saying. Um, she said who are you and how do you get in my house and Madison is like bitch what the fuck you talking about this my house how did you get in my house and so she's like screaming basically like you know get out of my house and what are you doing here and then the next thing you know we see the dark figure walk toward Dr. Weaver now mind you like she's still behind the washing machine thing and then the dark figure grabs Dr. Weaver from behind the door and it's like everything is happening right in in front of Madison's face yeah it's it's almost like just think of it to the people listening it's almost like Madison even though she's in her house it's like she's looking at a crystal ball and see she's seeing some shit that's actually happening but it's from her house, but it's not in her house. Right. So, of course, that freaks her out. She backs the fuck up. And while she's backing up, her whole house starts to change. Yes. It changes into the setting where Dr. Weaver is. So I guess this is, it's, we're in her house, but this room, the laundry room, turns into Dr. Weaver's house. And we start to see uh, Gabriel, this figure, pretty much attacking Dr. Weaver. Yeah. So she's struggling or whatever. And then we see the um, we see that that because uh, we saw the bookcase or whatever. But we see that statue that it has like that sword looking thing. Uh, the trophy is no longer there. And then while Gabriel is yoking up Dr. Weaver, he takes it to the back. Um, I don't know exactly what he says, but he has this trophy 
and he pretty much is bludgeoning and stabbing her. We're not seeing what's happening, but we see him blood going and we see his hand go up and down. So we. Oh, I think he told her, I wanted you to see what the cancer has become. Yes. Because, you know, she said it's time to cut out the cancer. Yeah. And he was like, I I wanted you to see what the cancer has become. And then he just like bludgeoned the shit out of her. In the meantime, like, like Madison can't even move. Like, she's like, I can't move what's happening. You know, like all this so crazy stuff. So she just like in the middle of the floor, just like watching this all unfurl. Um, But it was, it was, it was crazy because. At least when I when I watched it, I was like, he looks like he's backwards, like, and he's like beating her backwards. But I I was just like, okay, maybe I'm just like seeing something. Like I don't I don't know what the hell is going on. Mm-hmm. But he did beat the living shit out of her, and I, I felt so bad. But yeah, you know, and it's so yeah. interesting that you said that at this point you had visually noticed he looked backwards, just his walk, his, the way he was walking and things, and yeah, the way Regina- he was beating her with that damn thing, yeah. Yeah, and what Regina was saying to Shaw in the morgue about no fingerprints, but the handprints we're seeing on him is backwards. So, like, you know, I just want people listening to just kind of put a pin on that and just think about that point. So, again, cops on the scene, (laughs) you know, they're pretty much like, man, this is some fucked up shit. You know, Dr. Weaver's dead. And um, it looks like um, one of the, um, oh my God, what was her name again? One of the investigators on the scene uh winnie Winnie, yes um she's part of the police task force i guess she's part of like the investigative team i don't really know her exact title but uh she picks up what looks like is part of the weapon the uh the base of the trophy because it has blood on it so they're obviously inferring um this is what was used to bludgeon Dr. Weaver to death, but mm-hmm. they noticed there's a piece on the uh, trophy that's missing. And it's like, we got to find that because it's some other parts. Like we just got to find everything. And they found out through, uh, while they were investigating that Dr. Weaver specialized in child reconstructive um, surgery. surgery. They see her volumes of, um, I guess all her records and they're like, take all this shit. We're taking all this for evidence. We just, or take whatever we can and like make sure you find that other piece of uh, that trophy. Um, so let's see. They so, also find, they also find a picture of a little girl. Um, yes. A little from one of those things. Yeah. And so they get back to the, the, uh, to the, to the police station. Um, and I think they're what they're reading through the books at this point, or is that later? Um, well, that's a little later because before we, I think we even get to that scene, mm-hmm. you know, because before they pan out of the scene, uh, Regina tells Winnie, like, make sure you find the other piece of that trophy because gotcha. they don't know exactly what it looks like, but they're like, it's important. So we then see a scene where Gabriel has the damn trophy and he's kind of breaking different parts of it apart because, like I yes. mentioned, there's a big spear, like, it could be a weapon to impale you. And he's got like a fucking grinder and he's like fucking doing, like he's in shop class. He's banging yeah, I'm gonna on say the he shit. got a whole workshop in that damn right? attic. <laughs> yes, he's banging on the shit. He's doing all this shit, shaping the shit to make sure that it's a weapon. And I'm just like, meanwhile, that poor old woman that he took from the fucking Seattle Underground Tours, she's still propped up on the wall, stuck watching this maniac that she don't even know what the fuck because right now we can't really tell what Gabriel looked like we just know something wrong with him like physically he ain't right you know he's kind of contorted it's a bunch of hair we can't really see his face but we know he's fucked up so the poor woman gotta watch all this shit it was fucked up and um I think while the while he's doing all this shit and getting the grinding this weapon to perfection the woman is like, she's looking, kind of looking at her surroundings, noticing her hand is, and she's trying to get from her hand untied from these restraints. Mm-hmm. And while she's doing that shit, Gabriel fucking throws this thing at the board so close to her face, really to scare her. And he's pretty much like, you know, he throws it in such a way like, bitch, keep still. Yeah, like, don't, don't even try to get your ass down. I, I will fuck your shit up. And she is freaked out because it's a big ass. It's, this is pretty much a big ass knife. 
It's it's beautiful though. It's gold. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's very pretty. <laughs> okay, so the in the next scene we see. Um, so the next scene pans to we see Madison and um, Sydney, and they're in the bathroom because mm-hmm. Madison is throwing up, but. So we see them kind of in the back in the front room, the TV's on and it's a this the news is on and the news anchor is saying um she's pretty much reporting Dr. Weaver was found uh brutally murdered at her home. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Maddie is just violently throwing up and Sydney's just like she's like wondering, like, uh, I guess cause they hold over here the news. She was like, Did you know her? I, I guess she's wondering, are you responding to this? Right. And Maddie was like, she was like, I know this song sounds crazy, but I seen this shit happening. She was like, you know, it was in my living room, but I seen him killing her. And Sydney's pretty much like, what the fuck are you talking about? She was like, I don't know, but I seen what happened to her, her getting murdered. And so the scene pans out. So the next scene we are in, I didn't know if this was a hotel room or an apartment. No, we're in a police station in that next scene like in the next scene they're actually going through the volumes of dr weaver looking at all the sick kids and all this okay, kind of okay. stuff and yeah this regina, the thing? yeah okay yeah. okay go ahead yeah because regina is like i'm out of here i'm tired of looking at these sick ass babies i gotta <laughs> go meet my man and I'm, I'm sick of being in here and you know whatever um and so then um kikoa uh, takes the picture to one of his co-workers um, and asks him to age the photo up about 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then in the next scene, um, we see this older doctor. Well, I think, yeah, he's, he's, he's a doctor and he's discussing Dr. Weaver with the phone. yeah over the phone with somebody else at this hotel um and so he's in this hotel obviously he's on the top floor and it's rain and it's all spooky looking um and he's like you know i haven't talked to her i haven't talked to dr weaver in years but you know when i did talk to her and we were working together like you know all she wanted to do was help people and the person on the other end must have mentioned something because the doctor was like yeah, we worked together at Simeon. Don't bring that up. Like that was a long, long time ago. Um, and then he gets off the phone with the person, and spooky stuff start happening in his apartment. Um, and like his closet light goes off, and then his crazy ass go walk into the closet. And I'm like, what is wrong with y'all going walking into these dark ass goddamn rooms? Um, mm-hmm. at some point his window is open and he sees like there's a trail of water. Um, yeah, that's why he went into the closet. He he saw his window was open, um, and then he goes to close the window, and then he sees the trail of water leading from the window to the closet, and then the closet light goes off, and he continues to go into the dark ass closet. And I'm like, no, we're not doing this tonight. Um, some bullshit. The window was open. You yeah. didn't open the window. I yeah. would be the fuck about that apartment so quick. Yeah, so I was like, wait, you gonna continue to go in the dark ass apartment? No, that's not, we're not doing that. But he went his ass in the dark ass closet, cut the light on, and went looked all over the place. He didn't see anything. He looked out the window, and we see Gabriel's, you know, um, body or Gabriel standing behind him or whatever. Um, and then eventually he makes his way to bed. And this was actually one of my favorite scenes in the film um so he makes his way to bed and he's you know laying like you can see he raised his feet up off the bed and he's asleep and And so the next thing yeah the next thing we know we see madison you know laying in her bed and then she turns over and then she's facing the doctor in the bed so it looks like they're both laying in a bed sleep the doctor is asleep madison is screaming her head off because she don't know what the hell going on um and then the next day you know you see gabriel climb over her as she's in the bed and i thought that was such an excellent shot and so so like madison is like laying in the bed all quiet like holy shit what the fuck is about to happen? And Gabriel is just climbing over her really slowly and creepy, getting into the bed. 
It's almost and like then, he floats or slithers over her. Yeah, it's kinda. really, really creepy. And I, I really liked it. And then, like, you see the full scene. So he, like, climbs over uh, Madison. And then he gets on top of this man that's laying in a bed. And then he takes that that uh, knife thing. Yeah, and, like, he straddles him, right? Yeah, he, like, straddled the guy. And then he, like, he starts stabbing the guy with the knife. And the way that his body is contorted, y'all, I think is just awesome. Because it really does look like you can't really tell if he's facing forward or facing backward. And his body is just stabbing all weird. So but, he, but he's stabbing forward. And it's, and it's yeah. crazy because the poor guy's asleep. But it, it was like where he was stabbing. That first stab went in his throat. And yeah. then the second one went in the middle of his face. Yeah. And he just kept going on. And poor Maddie is watching just this impalement. Yeah. Just repetitively just happen. She can't do shit about it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was a great scene. I loved it. I really it was. loved it. Uh, so, uh, the next scene, we're back at the police station. So, Maddie is with uh, Sydney, and they're talking to uh, Detective Shaw and Detective Regina. And she's pretty much like, look, I'm fucking... Um, Wait, wait, before we even see, before it, okay, before it even pans to all four of them kind of at the desk and they're talking, we see a mock-up drawing and you can tell it was, uh, what do you call the people that draw at the police station? Um, it's the, it's the people that do those, um, Damn, the sketch artist. Yeah. Yes, sketch artist. So yeah, because, somebody... because Sydney, not Sydney, because Madison was able to see Gabriel's face. After yeah, so, he stabbed that old man yeah. in the bed. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, the, the next thing it does pan to, we see, uh, we see a drawing tablet, and uh, we just have to infer that Madison has told the sketch artist what this looks like because this figure we're seeing on this sketch pad is the face of Gabriel. And then it pans to all four of them: uh, Detective Shaw, Detective Regina, Sydney, and uh, Madison at the table. And she's Madison is pretty much like. Um, look, I'm seeing the murders. I'm seeing the murders. Uh, this is what's happening. Uh, I saw what happened to uh, Dr. Weaver and I seen another one. And the other one is, uh, it was at this um, Silver Cap, I guess, hotel. And I guess uh, when they describe it, they describe where the hotel is. And she was she was describing the accounts of her seeing this gentleman getting stabbed and like she's breaking down the events of what she just seen previously. And um, Dr. Fucking Regina, she's so goddamn funny. What she say? Because uh, she was she said that man is dead. She was like, so you want me to put a bolo out from Sloth from the Goonies? Yeah, I thought it was um, hilarious. That sound like that sound like some shit you would say. <laughs> yes. She said, so I'm putting a bolo out for sloth on the goonies. And I was like, bruh, why? <laughs> why? why you and like first it? of all, first of all, let's talk about that sketch. Because that goddamn perm of his was so straight. He looked like he had like Snoop Dogg straight perm here. And then that face was like chocolate chip cookies being chipped, being like chewed and spat. Yeah, it, it was just it was awful. That, that sketch artist was like, this bitch is on all kinds of drugs. All like, kinds of acid. All of it. it. It definitely, you know, it was definitely giving a toxic Avenger tea yeah. with fucking sinister. With a, it looked like I was like, like he, I was like, he got them badass fucking baby teeth in his mouth. Like he looked like oh. a badass child. And then, like, he looked like the sinister person, and then he looked like, yeah. But his perm that, on that picture, it was. You just, ever heard that? Uh, that Joan, you so ugly, you look like everybody. That's exactly. Wow. <laughs> That's what it looked like. It looked like everything. It was just, oh god, it was too much. So after she tells him that, um, the next scene, um. Yeah, she goes to the bathroom and she gets a call um, from Electricity Gabriel. Electricity starts to flicker again. Yeah. And so, so that's like, kind of the sign when some shit's going to happen. Yeah. So the electricity start happening crazy in the bathroom and Gabriel calls her on her cell phone um, and he tells her her name is fake and that her real name 
is Emily. He said, you know, your fake mama gave you the name Madison <laughs> and your fake ass shitty marriage gave you, well, not the fake marriage, but your shitty ass marriage gave you the name Mitchell, but that's not your name. Like, I'm going to keep calling you Emily, you know, like, like the people on the color purple, you know, your, his mama call him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. He was like, your, your mama named you Emily. I'm going to call you Emily. <laughs> And then he also said something to her on the phone that's pretty um, creepy. He's like, I'm going to make them all pay one by one. Yes. And when she when he says that, she then says, no, Gabriel. And yes. I know Tut revealed the name on the podcast, but in the movie. That's when we know what his this, name is. This figure was not given a name, but no one told her his name was Gabriel. So it was when I caught that, I was just like, huh, that's fucking weird because at this point, she doesn't know a Gabriel. So yeah. she said it. And so she's kind of freaked out like later on, like, how the like, fuck did I know how did, this name? How did I know this name? Yes. Well, she tells Sydney that mm -hmm. his name is Gabriel. Um, but when she comes out of the bathroom, she takes off. And so Sydney takes off after her. Um, and then the guy that Kikoa gave the picture to and told the him the pic yeah he was yeah he was like yeah here's your pic right here like i put it on your desk like a while ago he was like i was surprised you actually got her to come into the to the to the precinct and he was like what the hell are you talking about and he was like look at the picture dude and he looked at the picture and you can see that it's like it's um it's it's madison so when mm -hmm. he added those 30 years that picture looks exactly like Madison. So, so the in the car, scene, in the car, they're yeah. going, Sydney and Madison are going somewhere. And Sydney and, and Madison is telling her, you know, about Gabriel and all this kind of stuff. And so that's when Ma uh, Sydney is like, well, where are we going? And then they end up going to this farm. And then you see that is actually that they actually went to visit their mother. Mm -hmm. um, and then they asked their mother, you know, did the adoption agency ever tell you anything like I had siblings or anything like that? And she was like, you know, no, your, you know, birth mother, they told me your birth mother died um, during birth and that um, if you had any other siblings, they would want to house you all together. But that's all they told me. And she was like, well, who the hell is Gabriel? And, and mom, yeah, mama was all the way shook, like, oh, shit, here we go. Oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> and then, so from that point, where mom is like looking like, what the hell this child didn't ask me? So they go into the house, and mom got some VHS archives. Shout out to uh, videotapes. <laughs> Yes, VHS. Yeah, yes. We're, we're, we're products of the seventies and eighties, so we remember some videotapes. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, yeah. So she puts in one videotape, and it's a uh, it's a childhood birthday that uh, Maddie had, and you know they're all around the table. There's cake out there, and they're at the table just celebrating. And then we see young Maddie at the tape talking to somebody. Uh, I forget exactly what she said, but you know they're all like. Who the fuck are you talking to, girl? And then she's like, well, did she say, Gabriel, say his name? No, she said, I'm not talking to anybody. And her daddy was like, you know, Madison, what did we say about lying? Um, And she said, I wasn't lying. And then the mama was like, well, who did who were you talking to? And she was like, Gabriel. And then the mama asked her, was Gabriel her imaginary friend? And she said, Gabriel is not imaginary. Gabriel says, you're all imaginary, you know. <laughs> And I was like, the nerd, God Gabriel, damn. God damn, you know, Jesus yes. Christ. And, and so while grown Madison is watching the video, she's realizing, oh shit, like I didn't just pull this Gabriel name out of my ass. Like I've mentioned this before. So I guess she's feeling like there's something coming out from her repressed memory. Um, so uh, the next scene you know, they're, they're kind of watching some of the videotape and it finishes. Um, the next scene, we see Dr. Kakoa. Uh, he's looking at footage from Dr. Weaver because he's taken all of, you know, her archives and like recordings. He's got jump drives and everything. Mm -hmm. um, and then when he's looking at pictures and footage, he notices in one picture, um, he noticed in one picture, we have Dr. Weaver and she's standing next to two male doctors. And we noticed one of the doctors in this picture that's on the right is the, uh, we noticed that man is the same man that um, 
Madison had seen get stabbed in the face and the throat who mm -hmm. was at that uh, hospital, not hospital, that hotel that she was telling the police about. And then we noticed another man. So she, he, I guess he notices their names. Um, he yes. puts- the man who was murdered, the first man who was murdered is Dr. Fields. And the other man on the other side of Dr. Weaver who wasn't murdered um, Dr. is Gregory. Dr. Gregory. Yes. So so he... Um, Madison was getting ready for bed. And that's when she saw Dr. Fields also. And so no, then Dr. that Gregory. whole scene started. Yeah, Dr. Gregory. Thank you. Um, he saw. She also saw Dr. Gregory getting ready in her mirror. And that's when all that weird ass shit started to happen. Yeah, so Coppola, Dr. Gregory is Dr. Gregory is in the bathtub. He's in the bathtub. So Madison is being transformed in his setting. And he's in yes. the tub. And, um, uh, she sees another vision. And then um, we start to see, uh, I guess, Gabriel come in there. And it's just kind of inferred some bullshit's going on. We don't really see it. Um, so what happens? That's when... Uh, yeah, Kakoa drove to that wherever Dr. Gregory was staying. Um, and he goes into the bathroom and finds him murdered already. And then we see... Uh, what's her face? Madison standing up there like... He's still in here. Like, get out of here. What the hell are you doing in here? And then that damn um, Gabriel jumps him, jumps on him from the ceiling, and then they have a fight and a chase and all kind of crazy ass Wait, stuff is going on. So yeah. when she was talking to him and she was like, this is the part that confused me. And mm -hmm. she was like, he's still in here. Did Kakoa see Madison or was she only seeing um, Gabriel? No, she was only seeing what was going on. He didn't see her at all. Okay. I, I was confused. I was like, it didn't look like they were making eye contact. So she's she's in this place, but it, I guess it's like her spirit is in this place. So I guess she's trying to warn him, but he don't hear her. He just sees this dead ass doctor in this tub and... Um, he sees the Gabriel character. And so Gabriel and him, they tussle a little bit. Gabriel jumped out the window and it's fucked. And then it's like some kind of old timey building. So it's not like elevators. It's like old yeah. school fire escapes. And got this the fire the escapes. Yeah. It's the craziest shit. The way, you know, typically you, you pull down the ladder or you run down these stairs, pull down the ladder for eighth floor, and that's how you get to the bottom. And it's a couple of these. Gabriel's ass is like jumping from patio or balcony to Bal balcony yeah. his body looks contorted it's just fucked up like he you gotta watch it when he first run out that hallway like when he first like Kakoa oh, is yeah. shooting at him and he's running, um, backwards. he's running backwards down the hallway it's so goddamn creepy and he take that turn and you can really see that he's like run like his body like he's running down the hallway backwards I thought that shit was excellent and then he runs out the window and then like just launches himself down all of the damn fire escapes and I was just like wow I, I don't want to chase this man and the, yep. this cop is too determined for me because I would have been like yeah. a, a contorted body running this way. Fuck this job. And he done went, yeah, went down all these fire escapes and y'all want me to chase this person? Nah, but I'm good. Does he, he, he cared about his job too much so he's jump, He's he can't jump like Gabriel because we don't know what the fuck Gabriel is but Gabriel clearly ain't human so uh, Kakoa is going down these steps, going down these steps, and then when he gets to the last floor, it's a little bit of a jump. Mm -hmm. And this is this is the point where I would, you know, had I been had my adrenaline, it would have been at this point where I would have been like, nah, fuck this. So the next jump he can make is like this big ass leap, and it's on a fucking <laughs> trash can, and he jumps on it and rolls off and fucks his body up. I knew yeah. he, was gonna need, he was gonna need a whole bucket of Bengay. And fucking all the ibuprofen, eighteen hundred milligrams. And he gonna have to soak in all the Epsom salt, like, sir. I I know that side of your body is sick of you. Dead. It's, it, it don't even hurt. It's dead. And then the crazy thing is when Gabriel's running, Gabriel look crazy as fuck when he's running. Yes, like, he does. It, it, you you guys, if you haven't seen it, this it's just it's some creepy looking shit. It's creepy. So Kakoa still continues to run after him or try to. It, it's just crazy. 
Um, Let me tell you. I, 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 and, and detectives, I know they get paid a whole bunch of money to do shit. And, and you know, but I'm not running after you by myself. Uh-oh. I'm not I'm not fucking doing it. I'm not running after you by myself. I done seen the shit you can do. I done seen this murdered ass body in the in the tub. I done seen you run down the hallway backwards. I done seen you leap your ass down fire escapes. And you obviously are way better than me at the running and catching thing. So I'm not chasing you by myself. I'm not doing it. So they would just, the police officers would be mad at me. Like my chief would be mad at me because I'm not chasing this dude. I'm, I'm not doing it. Just, you know, retire me. Let me get my FMLA because my body is hurt. Something. I'm I'm not doing it. This we ain't doing uh, this tonight. Y'all gonna have to put my ass on desk duty because like I ain't doing that no more. Hey horror family. It's one half of your favorite horror aunt duo, Miss B. This is going to conclude the first half of our malignant episode. We will have the second half available on your favorite digital streaming platforms. So make sure you check us out. Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcast to listen to the second half of the episode and hear what Miss B and Tut have to think about it. So can't wait to see you there. And thank you so much for listening. Bye.